0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. Today's episode may be a little bit of a sensitive subject, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. We need to talk about real shit. We can't just keep things bottled up. We have to bring it out in the open. These are conversations that need to be had. I'm tired of certain things with, uh, you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about, but I'm tired of uh, misinterpretations and people who don't have the ability to think critically and use their own individual filter when processing information. And that's what I'm going to talk about on this episode. It might get a little touchy. It might ruffle some feathers. It might also be exactly what you need to hear. So before I get into that, I would love it if you could do me a favor and Give me a five star rating and review on iTunes, please. It's the best way to help the show grow. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, post it to your stories, and tag me on Instagram at Coach underscore Mike underscore Milner, especially if you like what I'm about to say. So, what you'll do is maybe when there's like 10 seconds left of the episode, you know, I'm about to wrap up, just take that screenshot and post it. Be like, man, this episode was fire. And if you don't think it was fire, then You can just let it be. You don't have to tell me. Now, I like to hear constructive criticism also. If you feel like I'm way off base, please let me know. And then, of course, you can always just copy the episode link, send it to a friend or family member or anybody that you think would benefit. You know what? What you really should do is post the podcast link in all the different Facebook groups that you belong to and let everybody know that they should be joining us on this wild ride. So with that being said, I'm going to get into it. This conversation is not going to be super tactical. So if you're here to learn how to track your macros, if you're here to learn all the secrets of creating physical results, you're going to have to fast forward, um, get through this episode or go back and listen to some other ones. I'm talking about real shit right now that needs to be talked about not talking about the tactics. I'm not talking about the methods. I'm talking about real shit. So I made a post about motivation. And the basic gist of my post was that when it comes to motivation, you really have two choices. You can either decide to wait for motivation in order to take action. Like I'm going to chill Until I'm motivated, then once I'm motivated, I'll take action. That's choice number one. Choice number two is you can decide that motivation is unreliable. Like any emotion, it's transient in nature, and that it comes and goes as it pleases. And you can decide to commit to taking action regardless of whether motivation is present or not. We all have that same choice. Okay, and the reality is that when somebody says I'm not motivated to do something, there's nothing wrong with that. There's plenty of situations that you're not going to be motivated. There are plenty of things that I do personally that I'm not motivated to do. I can promise you that every single morning, I am not motivated to make the bed. There is zero motivation or desire to make the bed. I do it because I like starting my day with completing an easy task. Like It's so simple. I'm not motivated, but I just do it. I can also tell you that I'm not motivated to go to the gym four days a week, which is how often I work out. I'm not motivated to train four days a week, but I still do it because I know that it's good for me. And When I'm done, I enjoy it. There's certain days where I look forward to it. Because again, motivation is unreliable. It comes and goes as it pleases. So there are some days I wake up and I'm like, yes, can't wait to train. Let's go. There are other days I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to drag my ass to the gym, but let's go. Let's get this over with. That's, that's human nature. Okay. You have to understand emotions. Emotions are like clouds. They keep passing us by. They come and go. If we just sit and observe and kind of allow ourselves to feel the feelings and just kind of let them pass by, watch them as they pass by, then we realize like, oh, okay, this emotion is not my permanent state. And that's the biggest problem with emotions in general is while we're in them, we feel like they're forever. When you're angry, you feel like you're going to be forever angry. When you're sad, you feel like you're going to be forever sad. When you're happy, you feel like you're going to be forever happy. And then you realize very quickly that those emotions pass. And the key is to have that awareness and realize that you don't have to wait for a certain emotional state, like motivation. You don't have to wait to be motivated to do something. So the message, the take-home message was if you really want to accomplish something, if you truly have a goal or a result or an outcome that you desire, then waiting for motivation is a surefire way to guarantee that you don't get to that destination because you're going to be in this stop and start pattern. You're never going to make consistent progress. If you truly desire an outcome, if you truly desire a result you will realize that you don't have to be motivated. You just have to commit. and That just means commit and follow through and take action and fall down and get back up. All of that is fact. It's really not debatable. That's just how life works. You can't really argue it. Now, the topic that might be a little sensitive is, of course, just like every time I post, there's always, there's always somebody who can't take the information and filter it through their own individual lens. They, there always is that person that wants to flex on the fact that this doesn't apply to them. By the way, there are a lot of things that I say, that I write about, that I talk about that don't apply to everybody. I'm speaking to specific individuals when I communicate. There is, and I say this all the time, there's really no such thing as a blanket statement. So my hope is that the person receiving the message can do some critical thinking and be like, hmm, does this apply to me or not? So in the case of the motivation example, you might be somebody who's like waiting for motivation, who's like, well, I really want to... Work out, I really want to eat well, I really want to move my body, but I'm just not motivated. Like I know I want the the benefits of all of those things, but I'm just not motivated to do it. And you might be that person who's like, wow, he's really talking to me right now. I should probably find a way to establish a routine and a habit and just commit to the daily actions of doing the things that I know I want. I know I want the benefits of all these things, so I'm just going to do it regardless of whether I'm motivated or not. And you're going to start to listen. You're going to do things that make it easier. You know, you're know, you going to set up a convenient schedule. You're going to put these things in your calendar. You're going to lay out your workout clothes the day before. Like You're going to meal prep. You're going to do the things to reduce the amount of friction between you and the habit you want to create. There are individuals that will be able to process the information according to their own situation and then implement. Now, there are other people who I'm not talking to who will take the information and will be like, wait a minute, this doesn't apply to me. And then they want to bang their, you know, beat their chest and be like, hey, this doesn't apply. And I'm going to tell you why it doesn't apply to me. I'm the unicorn. And, you know, they want to say how special they are. Now, before I go down on this tangent, um, I want to say that in this particular instance, yes, we are talking about sensitive topics. However, it is important to start from a baseline understanding that not everything I say applies to every single person. In fact, most of what I say doesn't apply to every single person. It applies to a select few. It applies to, because I'm, I'm a big believer in context and nuance, Okay, understanding individual differences. So in regards to the motivation comment, I had somebody who wanted to let me know that this particular stance, and she generalized all of fitness, is damaging because it ignores the fact that some people might be going through serious mental health disorders like depression, like anxiety, like bipolar disorder. There are certain mental health disorders that people might be dealing with. And when they hear this message about not needing motivation, it can be a damaging message for them. So I fully understand that perspective. And I think that it's important that we make the conversation about mental health more open and honest. And the last thing in the world that we should be doing is silencing those who have serious mental health disorders. We should make that topic open and and give people the confidence and the comfort to seek the help to have those to say I'm not okay, to say I need help. So I applaud this individual for basically outing herself with her own situation because she mentioned that for her it's just a, a daily struggle to just Find the will just to find you know that the the will to live to basically you know get up each day and and get through the day, so I think what's what's really important to understand here is the message doesn't change, but the interpretation and how you internalize that should so for individuals who out who are dealing with those mental health disorders, and by the way, I'm talking about like legitimate. Depression, like actually diagnosed, um, and it doesn't even have to be diagnosed, but just people who are who are seriously struggling with these mental health disorders that should be handled with professional help. I think that knowing the difference between something that is, you know, handled through fitness and nutrition versus a serious condition that needs professional, like a licensed therapist. Somebody who like that should be seeking professional help. And I think as coaches, we have to understand scope of practice. We have to understand that we are not therapists, even though I think that every coach at a fundamental level should have some understanding of human psychology. I think that it is grossly overlooked there are way too many coaches out there, and I've mentioned a lot of different instances on this podcast where, where people are just so numbers-driven. They're so um, It's just this total lack of understanding when it comes to mindset, when it comes to human psychology, uh, when it comes to all of the nuance that's involved in creating transformation. I think that we need to do better. Totally agree with that. But I also think that if you are going to a fitness Coach or influencer or whatever you 're consuming content on Instagram, um, you should not be using that as your kind of guidance through a real mental health disorder if you have if you 're struggling with depression if you 're struggling with anxiety if you 're struggling with you know any significant um, serious mental health disorder get help like actual help you know it, and it 's again like I think that the the Gray area HAP, exists because of the fact that there are studies, there's a significant amount of research that supports the idea that eating well and moving your body and exercising helps with depression, anxiety, all of those things, sense of well-being, confidence. So healthy habits, moving your body, exercise, eating eating well, all of those things have been proven over and over again to support mental health. However, that doesn't mean that we should be going to our nutrition coach or our trainer for support with real mental health disorders. Okay? So that's where we have to draw the line. So for that individual who's like, hey, your message is really damaging because I suffer from a real mental health disorder... I think that if that individual understands how to process information through through context, through critical thinking, does this apply to me? Maybe that person shouldn't be following me in the first place. Just, you know, we get to cultivate our own environment which includes the information that we consume. So, if it's damaging, don't follow me. Block me. That's totally fine. That's helpful. That's setting boundaries. However, the fact that um the The inability to kind of look at this through does this apply to me um, I, I think that's where you have to understand the difference you have to understand the difference between like who who do you think this message is for? likely for the person who is saying that they want certain things but they're just not committing to it they're not putting in the actions the you know they're not putting in the effort they're not doing the things that they need to do on a daily basis and for that person the message might be the wake up call that they need and that's the only the only thing that i like to think about is will this help one individual move forward today and if if yes then i feel like it's a worthy message so i'm not everything i say is not going to apply to every single person and i think that it's important that we have these conversations about context and nuance and who it's for and who it's not for. I think that's one of the things that we kind of hang our hats on at Pop where we tell you straight up. Like if you get on a consultation call, we will tell you straight up we're not the best fit for you and we'll tell you what, you know, hey, I I recommend kind of going in this direction. Um, you know, we'll give you that honest feedback. Like, you know, I think that you'd be better off going down this path versus working with us. Uh so It's important to understand we should be making these conversations about mental health, we should be making them normal. Like asking for help is a sign of strength. Any at any point in time. It doesn't have to get to a place of of where it's like serious and diagnosed. Like asking for help at any time, in any place, you know, is is a sign of strength for the person who has been struggling with their nutrition and realizing that, you know what, I really should be able to figure this out on my own, but I just haven't been able to, so I'm going to get the courage to ask for help. That is 100% a sign of strength. The individual who's been struggling with depression and is willing to say, you know what, I really need some professional help and ask for help, that's a sign of strength. That's an amazing thing that we should be encouraging. But I think that We kind of find ourselves in this interesting uh, kind of tightrope walk um, where we consume these things that maybe don't apply to us. And then we want to criticize and we want to say like, well, this message is not helpful for this type of person. Well, right, because it's not really intended for that type of person. I don't pretend to be a a licensed therapist. I'm a nutrition coach. I own a nutrition coaching company. I help people. Transform their bodies. And yes, there's a huge mindset component. But again, there's a big difference between helping somebody strengthen their relationship with food and fostering more of a growth mindset versus actually being able to help and treat a mental health disorder. Okay. Big difference. So I'm very aware of scope of practice and I will refer out if we have individuals who cross that line. If they go over that line to, okay, I think that you're going to need more support. By the way, these things work synergistically. It's not an either or. You can absolutely work on your health, your fitness, your nutrition, while you have help in the mental health department. In fact, I think that that's a really solid strategy for most people because of the studies and the research that we have to support that healthy habits and moving your body eating well all of those things help with depression anxiety mental health sense of well-being longevity all of those things so yes they they can work hand in hand in fact they should work hand in hand uh, but i really think that we're we're so sensitive about a message that maybe doesn't apply to us and like I find myself always having to explain this with like the bro coach out there who likes to shit on my you know eat more to lose weight um, conversations. Like I'll say that till the cows come home. I'll keep telling people, hey, you probably need to eat more if you want to achieve the body composition results that you desire. You probably need to eat more to to restore metabolic function to get to where you want to be, and you maybe need to eat more to repair your relationship with food. I'm okay saying those things over and over and over again. You want to know why? Because most of the people that we help are chronic dieters, have been under-eating for so long, have been told to eat less for so long, have been told to just hit your calorie deficit. There's literally been nothing else sent their way other than the message of eat less, move more. That's it. For years, for decades. So, yes, I'm sorry, fucking Chad, that I'm not just going to hang my hat on a calorie deficit again when these people have heard this over and over and over again. And it hasn't helped because you don't understand human psychology. You don't understand nuance. You don't understand the psychological damage, the physiological damage. So I will keep saying that message because I know who it's for. On the consumer side of things, you have to understand what is for you and what you need to filter or block or edit. Because if you're listening or reading messages that make you feel worse about yourself, then you're creating a sense of self-sabotage. You're kind of building your own negative environment. Block that shit out. We have these amazing tools on social media that we can literally cultivate whatever we want from, from a content standpoint. You can follow whoever you want. You can unfollow whoever you want. You can block whoever you want we have control. We have to take that control and we have to stay in communities that make us feel better about ourselves and block out the noise. I fully expect that there are people out there who should probably block me because whatever it is, like my message doesn't apply to them. And when they read it, they don't know how to think critically for themselves and then they get offended or they decide that you know they're the exception and they want to you know battle me on on my Instagram comments or my DMs or whatever it may be you know there was an example that I posted on my stories where somebody had messaged me asking for help I gave that person help she said thank you for your help I did not respond to her thank you and then she got mad at me for not saying you're welcome and told me that I was classless and we got into a back and forth that person should not be following me. That person is not a good fit. If you're going to criticize me for helping you for free, and then for not saying you're welcome, we're not going to vibe. I promise you, you're not a good fit for our community, not the type of person that we want. That's okay. You're probably better off for for your mental well-being to just block me. Because I, you know, admittedly, I was kind of just having fun with the situation. But then I realized, you know what this person's probably in a bad place right now. Like for somebody to act like that, they're probably struggling with some some stuff. So I said, you know what? Whatever it is you're going through, I hope that everything works out. I, I apologize for the back and forth. I hope that you're okay. I hope that everything works out for you. Um, and then that's it. Like, let's move on. Let's block each other out of our lives because it will be better for both of us. But the most important thing here, the take-home message is think critically about, does this apply to me? Is this something that's useful for my situation? Or is maybe, you know, maybe I don't, you know, maybe I can just think about this kind of objectively because it doesn't apply, but maybe it's helpful in in some sense. I don't know. Or is this person's message just totally missing me altogether? And I should probably stop following them because there's nothing useful that they're saying. So I think it's really important that we have those filters, that we have that ability to think critically. Um, again, all the stuff that you read, it's, if it's not making you feel better about yourself, if it's not helping you, if it's not moving you forward, you shouldn't be consuming it. So cultivate the environment that you want. Get yourself into communities that are supportive, that, where it's other like-minded people who understand or going through similar things. That's powerful. And of course- if you're dealing with something more serious, ask for help. Ask for help if you're struggling, if there's some kind of, you know, mental health disorder that's going on or you're just struggling in any way. Anyway, just ask for help. That's the most impactful thing that you can do. It's the biggest sign of strength. I highly encourage everybody out there if you are going through some shit, ask for help, talk about it. I think we need to have more of these conversations. Um, Hopefully, this message came across the way that it was intended. Um, I apologize if anybody takes offense to the way that I approach things. I like to be direct. I like to be to the point. I think that these are important conversations. So if you listen to all the way through, I really appreciate you. And uh, I will talk to you guys very soon.